I do have a hard time with certain foreign words and phrases, you know, like saying them properly. I have a hard time saying English words and phrases properly. I just have a Yeah, I mean, I mean, speaking. I have, yeah, very difficult time saying Good thing just that about it, anything. That's why I want to do a podcast so I can, everybody can enjoy it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, all of my nervous tics, all of my stuttering, my problematic uh, pronunciation. Any kind of vocal problems I have, it's good to yeah. let other people experience that. And also all of my like terrible half-baked uh, points of view. Oh, good. Um, yeah. I learned – you know this company Manscaped? I learned recently about this. Um, oh, wait. Are they sponsoring us? Is that what No, no. No. They, <laughs> they should be because we are a podcast. Maybe they yeah. will be. Oh, yeah. Uh, somebody, they... somebody made me aware of a couple of products recently. Um, one is called Crop Mop, uh, Refreshing Ball Wipes. Yeah, yeah. And the other one is called Crop Preserver – Ball deodorant. I've, I've heard these advertised on podcasts. It's a medium that like a lot of like, it seems to be very male focused. And you know that because they'll be talking about your balls. They'll be like, um, this ball juice, if your, your balls stink and they'll, the, the host will be saying this oh, really? stuff. And they'll be like, I don't know if I'm going to get through this read with like my dignity attack. And they're like, okay, I'm just going to try it. Have you ever had your ball? <laughs> and they're just, they, 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 they straight up say balls. And it's like, I realized for a while it was charming. Like, you know, the way you're, when you're being marketed to in a certain way where yeah. you're, it's like, wow, they can say balls, you know, that's great. And yeah. then you realize yeah, like, it's, it's they're yeah. still just trying to sell you some bullshit, you know, but it's, it's yeah. refreshing that they get to curse. My response to this, well, two things. One is that like the, they use the word crop, like crop mop and crop refresher or preserver. By crop, do they, are they like saying that that's where the seeds are stored? Like it's had something to do with oh, like, yeah. I don't know. Anyways, I think it just my, 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 my other initial reaction was millennials these days are so spoiled. I remember, like, and back in our time, when all we did was took a handful of moth wings and shoved them in front of our pants. <laughs> you want to start the podcast? Yeah, man. <laughs> okay. You like moths, by the way? No. Oh. <laughs> Let's go. I kind of like them. Hello, and welcome to Every Damn Thing. It's a podcast where we rank everything. I'm Phil. And I'm Jake, and we're here to guide you through the list of everything. Each episode, we take items, and then we tell you where they rank on the list of everything. The list can be viewed by going to everydamnthing.net. You can find a link in the show notes. So, we've known each other since uh, the simultaneous moment of our births. Once... On our way to confront a human being face-to-face... If I recall correctly, we were acting as therapy tools for someone with dementia. Exactly. When the aged man looked into our eyes, instead of being soothed by your realistic features, he became disgusted by you and demanded that I, a human cartoon with a vaguely humanoid shape, be used instead. We both tried to talk to him, but he only trusted you, Jake, with his ranked list of everything, which you uploaded into your memory banks. They became memory ranks. Which were stored behind your tight-fitting chest plate. I call that my memory spanks. The chest plate was so tight that the file size was too big to fit. Oh, and also the man died and his list was forgotten. We can now only access the list bits at a time through an extremely scientific process called shooting the shit. That's how, with help from our friends and listeners, we reassemble the list of every damn thing. The list is now at 195 items, with Dolly Parton, that's the singer on top, and Transphobia, that's the idea at the bottom. Cheech and Chong and Tulsa Time are in the middle of the list. Now, now Jake, I know what you're asking. Tulsa Wait. Time, is that, you're talking about uh, uh, Central Time Zone? No. no. I'm talking about the Don Williams song. Exactly. Um, if you want to look at the complete list, go to everydamthing.net. You can find a link in the show notes. Uh, and here we are, me and you, Phil, together. Yeah. Jake, I like having guests on the show. Yes. But I got to say, I'm rededicating myself now. Oh. I'm challenging myself. It's been at least an episode since you rededicated yourself. Yeah, exactly. So. I, don't ded- reded- I don't know if you noticed this. I don't rededicate 
myself and challenge myself to do better when there's other guests around. It makes me a little anxious. They see like the front I put on that I'm always rededicated, that I'm always challenged. Right. But you get to see the real me, my own uh, insecurities and whatnot. I'm, I'm trying to do better. I'm making you see uh, the, the work that I have to do. You know, you're, you're going to see behind the mask. Now, for the rededication, we don't have to um, like have a banner that we cut with a, with no. a comically large uh, scissors. <laughs> well, you can smash a champagne bottle over me. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so uh, you want to get into it? Yeah, let's get into it. Um, what's the first thing that we're going to talk about today? So yeah, let's let's rank um, the submission from Emily W. The um, Uncanny Valley Effect. Okay, the Uncanny Valley Effect. Now, um, I looked into this. I'm familiar with the word, like sort of as a uh, as a concept. It's and I throw it around as if I know what I'm talking about and have been for years. I think that's a sign that that's the way that most people are with it. But yeah. I looked it up a little bit. Point of this podcast. Yeah, exactly. I, I pretend like I know what I'm talking about and I say, you know, I throw this word around, mm-hmm, of course. But um, now I'm going to get into it a little bit. I'll explain it real briefly what it is. It's a concept introduced in the 70s by Masahiro Mori, who's a um, professor in Tokyo. And he coined the term Uncanny Valley to describe the observation that as the robots get more human-like, they become more appealing. So, for example, you like, you know, well, I don't want to say R2-D2. That's a bad example. because Did you mean more unappealing when you said? They become more appealing as they become more human-like up to a point. Okay. And at that point, there's like, think about a line graph that's going up, looking like, like a human is on one side. And then how appealing it is, is is horizontal, right? And it gets to a certain point where they look human enough. They they look more and more appealing as they get more humanoid, meaning they have legs, arms, maybe a face. And then at a certain point, that entirely drops off and goes way, way down. And it becomes not appealing at all, right? So, for example, a lot of the, the examples that he uses are like culturally very Japanese and don't really make sense to us. But like think about a stuffed animal, which is sort of has a face. It looks friendly, but you would never imagine it's a real thing, right? Yeah. Compare that to a mannequin in a window, right? Which is more human-like. So you think, oh, you feel more comfortable around that. But no, you don't. It's a little too human. Yeah. His explanation of it was he thinks it's about death. Like it's natural to something that seems like a living human being, but is obviously not a living human being, is, is like basically seems like a dead thing to you. So yeah. it seems like a zombie or, you know, it's a natural response to seeing death. So you're seeing something yeah, that's yeah. really not not alive and it's very off-putting to you. And it's scary even to like children or to like even to people with like uh, cognitive disabilities or, you know, for various yeah. reasons, like it's it's pretty universal that like you do, do not like something. And you can tell the difference. This is probably why my cat hates this um, raccoon puppet that I have. <laughs> does, it, does it think that the puppet is real? Well. Or it knows that it's not. I don't know. I, oh, yeah. I wonder, like, if it if it thinks it's a dead raccoon or like a dead cat or um, yeah. I don't know. Anyways, so I already said imagine the line graph. Um, yeah, yeah. That was in my notes. I said make sure to tell Jake. That's where the valley is. That's where yeah, the, the valley is that area yeah. in the line graph where things get less human. But you could use this for a lot of things. Like imagine like a face made by a light socket. You know, you look at it right. and you're like, oh, it's two eyes and a mouth. I trust that face. I'm gonna kiss it or yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna like tr- like get some investment advice from it. Right? Yeah. Or the top of a Parmesan cheese can, right? Yeah, but like the things you're talking about are like nowhere near the Uncanny Valley because they're not similar at all. No, 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 no. I'm saying as you get more – like basically the closer you get to photorealistic or to like like an art, if you're drawing something and you draw a cartoon, you're like, oh, that's a universal thing. It seems like it's a figure. It's uh, a drawing. It looks like a human being, right? But the more – the more realistic it gets up to a point, you're like, oh, that looks better. That looks better. And then all of a sudden it looks photorealistic, good. And you're like, oh, that looks ugly. It's awful. I yeah, hate it. You read, you read Frankenstein, yeah. right? If there's one yes. thing I know about you, I know you read Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. That's right, I have. Yeah. 
And in Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, you remember the part where he looks at it and he's like, it's beautiful, it's wonderful, it's a human a son, it's the modern Prometheus or what yeah, have exactly. you. Yeah, exactly. Dang it. I was then, trying to say Martin Prometheus. Anyways, go on. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. you, well, you're job. always trying to say it. Like, yeah. when you wake up in the morning, you're like, i got to say Martin Prometheus. So, when, as soon as it moves, as soon as it, you know, he, he sees it, and he's like, oh, it's ugly. It's hate, I hate it's, it. Yeah. It's terrible. It's ghastly. You know, I, I can't I can't countenance it or whatever, right? So, yeah. that's kind of like how, how you feel to see something that's almost alive. Maybe it's why, like, you know, uh, people hate zombies and, and those are like scary zombies and things like that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, you look at an industrial robot, it's just a motorized arm. You're like, oh, you don't feel any warmth or empathy for that, right? Yeah. Then you see C-3PO, you're like, oh, yeah, like, I'm sexually aroused. I, I, um, yeah, yeah, of course, I'm excited. Yeah. I, I want to go on a date, right? Yeah. Uh, or Brad a Pinbot or, you know, something like that. You're yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's party, baby. We're, we're, you got plans? So the more humanoid it gets, you're like more comfortable with it. I'd be more comfortable like giving my financial information to C-3PO from Star Wars, who, if you don't remember, is like a gold-colored, mostly humanoid robot with arms and legs, or that I, creature I from the day the Earth stood still with the big legs and arms. Then I yeah. would the characters from Final Fantasy, if you saw this, they're like Japanese right. animated, but it looks it's it, it's too real. You know what I mean? It doesn't look yeah. right. Um, That's a good example for for people um, that a lot of people can relate to seeing is a lot of the the animated cutscenes in video games. Yeah. They have the uncanny valley effect where they look pretty close, but and and really close even, but just not quite close enough. Beowulf the movie is an example. There's lots of oh, like yeah, CGI example. animated movies. A lot of CGI are, stuff, or or just like the mustache on Superman in that Justice League movie that came out, or. You know, just things where they take the mustache off. They should have just had him have a mustache and been like, fuck it, deal with yeah. it. Superman has a mustache now and people will be cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. Imagine like a kid having actual dead and stuffed animal on their bed. Like, actually, that's not really Uncanny Valley, but that would be scary. Um, yeah. Although, I mean, it's funny because you can get like a, a, a toy raccoon that's made with rabbit fur or something. Yeah. And also, I, I was going to mention, I, I went to college in Eugene, Oregon, and um, down mm. the street from my house, there was a a prosthetics manufacturing place oh, yeah. and you yeah. could get prosthetic limbs and just like the kind of feel of prosthetic limbs, the ones that are meant to look real. They're not functionally yeah. like if, if you have a prosthetic limb, these ones, they were meant to like have the look and coloration of human, of real skin. Right. It's not a robot arm. They, you like, it just, it's just like a, a piece of yeah. it's a robot arm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, but it's, it, it, it has a look and feel, but it's like, it's off putting right. Yeah. In a way that maybe it wouldn't be if it was like, if it looked like a, a, a cyborg, you know, an Iron Man's hand or something like that. Yeah. I, I had a friend it? in Santa Cruz who um, dated a girl with a prosthetic arm. Um, yeah. And the way he told the story, he didn't know at first that she, uh, that, that it was a prosthetic. Oh, and in like fact, it was I, a way of the relationship. didn't realize that she, her arm, and it was the arm nearest me that was, um, she sat in the middle and me and another person on either side of her going to, I guess it was her yeah, boyfriend. It probably doesn't come party. up that often. You know, like. Yeah, as long as you're not paying attention, like she was, it was like her right hand. So she would shake hands with her left. If you go to like meet her, she would like hand you the, or, like the non-prosthetic yeah. one. And then in order to move it around, she would have to, I think, move it with the other hand. But she was pretty good at like making it unobtrusive. Anyways, go on. Versus imagine if she had had like, if it had been like a metal arm. Yeah, it would have seemed different. That it would have presented yeah, differently. Yeah. Also, like you know, kids how they prefer Pokemon to to like cartoons about real animals, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, or like if you've ever seen, um, you know, like who Elsa and Anna are from uh, the movie Frozen. I I do. Yes, there um, are versions of them you can see that are photorealistic, and it's right, it's yeah. like it doesn't look cool because their eyes take up half their face. It's kind of yeah. it's kind of scary. There's a Simpsons episode where Homer gets a lobster. And these are things kind of discussing Uncanny Valley, but it's like he gets this lobster and he sees the lobster kind of as like a cartoon lobster and other people see it as a real lobster, which is like basically a cockroach, right? Right. <laughs> this this yeah. creature. 
Um, I don't remember this episode. That's. Did you ever see those videos of the walking the walking robots? They're walking around and they're like, oh yeah, yeah, the they're military, like the Boston Dynamics things. Yeah, and they're horrifying. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. and all the comments are like, we got to kill these things. Like, why? Why do we? It's and, funny because they don't really look like humans, but they move like humans. But it's an uncanny, uncanny valley effect. I guess they, their movements look really real, but the fact that they don't physically look that real something uh, about them though is like they they run yeah. like a dog or there's one of them dancing yeah, yeah. or there's one of like yeah. there's one of a guy kicking one that like is upsetting like i don't i don't like to look at it you know because it's like yeah he and then you think like you know the robots from the future are going to see that and they're going to find yeah. him um then you think about like movie stars i was thinking about this because um there's a guy from a tv show called ted lasso and mm-hmm. the idea i don't really watch the show but people say that there's one guy who looks like a CGI character. He's like a, a handsome soccer player. Oh yeah, he, I know you're talking about. I think there's a couple of handsome soccer players in it, but I, I he looks like the default guy in a video game. Like he does. You know? Yeah, it's true. And, it's and, true. and it's, then you think about like someone like think about like Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? Like mm-hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger has. Oh, I was I was thinking the example I was thinking of is Henry Fonda, who kind of looks like a basic, vague. He's a handsome guy, but he's not specific in a lot of ways. Or you know what I mean? I get. He, he's kind of vaguely, yeah. Or, or and then you think, or you think about someone like Schwarzenegger, who's like a an over the top personality. Imagine if Schwarzenegger is trying to imitate a regular human being and not like an android <laughs> or like a you know, saying, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it, 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 it's like there's an uncanny valley effect with Schwarzenegger where, as long as he's portraying like a, a barbarian who doesn't speak English very well or like a, a robot, yeah. it works in a way that it doesn't work if it he's doesn't like, work in like True Lies. Yeah, I think it works. Well. I mean, or, or or unless it's played comedic effect, because I think it works in like kindergarten cop. Yeah, yeah. And then I thought about like, okay, do you have to do these captchas? Like, they're like solve this yeah, captcha, yeah. prove that you're not a, uh, you prove that you're a human yeah. being, and they get harder every year. Like it yeah. used to be pretty easy, and I was like, oh, this is easy. And as it gets harder, I realize, oh, that's where the the, the AIs are. Like this is the yeah. level that they're at is where now it's like. An annoyance for me because I'm like I don't know which one of these is a truck. Do they mean a bus? Yeah, or, a or truck? like like is that like does like the light signal does the pole count? You know, yeah. like yeah, yeah, exactly. And what you're doing is you're training them. Oh yeah, we're defining the borders of the uncanny valley. Then I thought about yeah. as I usually do. Oh, we're like exploring within. We're going. We're, we're climbing down into the uncanny valley. Yeah, and we're helping them climb their way out. They're yeah. climbing up on our backs. Then I thought about, of course, like a photorealistic Jessica Rabbit, which I've also seen pictures okay. of online. Hmm. Uh, this is the kind of stuff I get push notifications on my phone about, yeah. you know. It's not, yeah. I don't mean someone dressing up like Jessica Rabbit, which you also might get push notifications of on your phone. I mean like a drawing of Jessica Rabbit as a real person. So like her, like if you actually saw someone that looked like that, you think like, oh, this is crazy. This is like a, a yeah. there's a, there's a monster. Because the me. relative size of the eyes and whatnot is still, yeah. they retain that. We, we were talking about this. I don't, I don't know if it's on podcast uh, on episode or not, but we we're talking about this with Betty Boop. Well, Betty Boop, it's funny because a lot of her early stuff is rotoscoped and she's kind of based on a, on actual real woman. Although but she's got a weird she's also big a dog. head. Yeah. Yeah, oh. yeah. That's true. But I'm just saying like, Sorry. you can see this, um, I like stylized, um, art, right? And you think, oh, that looks like that's a drawing of a sexy woman, right? And then your eyes bug out and you turn it, you know, you shoot yeah, steam yeah, out yeah. your ears or whatever. But yeah. if you were to see like a real person, if she looked more realistic, it, the effect wouldn't work. And then I thought about like reality itself and how like reality doesn't seem real to me sometimes. And there's an uncanny valley effect in that sense where reality is too real for me and like i want reality to be a little less real like the resolution should be turned down a little bit on reality <laughs> right or or like yeah. make it make the graphics a little worse on reality and that might make me enjoy it more kind of like 
I enjoy the, the, the Legend of Zelda game, Breath of the Wild. I play yeah. it with my son. And it's not realistic. It's cartoony. I thought, oh, if only life was a little bit simpler. And it's like, most people, like, people do drugs, I suppose. Yeah, I guess. You know? like um, Oh, and then you saw the Star Wars movies that had, um, you know, Carrie Fisher, uh, Carrie Fisher in them or yeah. Peter Cushing. And they look mm-hmm. like ghost zombies because they're not real. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're CGI. Yeah. And, it, of course, you have a closet full of sex dolls at your house. Of course, and, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm it, not at home right now, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It, you're, you're traveling. So, so I'm, you, all, I'm traveling. I only have one. I have my, yeah. like, by half of one. Yeah, yeah. And and those are like off putting too because of course they look more you know if they were if they were just crude uh, implements you mean like an oil derrick no <laughs> not crude implements yeah boo Sorry, um, and so uh, then there's you have a mask like a Michael Myers mask which is you know uh, a William Shatner mask it turns out yeah. I thought I put that thing on do not disturb no. um, and then I was looking at Uncanny Valley and somebody made a quote about it I thought it was interesting it's about pornography they said there's an uncanny valley of pornography after a certain point. The more hardcore fetishes actually get less pornographic. For example, there are special videos that you can buy of somebody um, put bouncing their butt on balloons until they pop, mm-hmm. and you think like that's like the you know the extreme, right? But it's yeah. not what you or I would even you know if I saw somebody pop jumping on balloons and popping them, I'd be like, hey, it looks like someone's having a good time. It wouldn't even yeah. register as as dirty, you know? Yeah. Oh, I mentioned how I couldn't watch Data from Star Trek. I never watched Star Trek: The Next Generation as a kid. Because Data was too off-putting because he wasn't human. Even though, of course, he's played by a human actor. I don't want yeah. to ruin this for you, Jake. Yeah, but, yeah. But the clammy skin, you know? Yeah, and, yeah. And, and then um, I saw the one where it's like an episode of The Next Generation where they argued, like, this isn't a human being. This is a robot. And I was like, yeah, nice. Finally, uh, someone <laughs> <laughs> someone is, is like, you someone is arguing my, my bias, yeah. uh, my, my, my preconceptions about uh, humanity. Um, oh, music can be like this. So you hear, like, certain synthesizers, right? Right. And if the synthesizer sounds totally fake, like the artist I'm thinking of is Charlie XCX, but there's other people right. that do this. Basically, it sounds like chip. It's chip music, I think. It sounds like... Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like a 16-bit video game. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. like that's what they're going for. They're going for that yeah, yeah. aesthetic. And and it's easy to do. But if they use those, those same synthesizers trying to sound real, like a synthesizer yeah. trying to sound real is ugly and off-putting in a real way. But if it just embraces the, the artifice... It yeah. can be beautiful in a, in a way, and and it, and you can appreciate it more. The more you try, you can't try to make it sound like um, an orchestra, but you can do like a synthetic orchestra sound. But the more realistic it is, the kind of the worse it sounds in a lot of times, you know. Yeah, like, like when we first played the video games that those sounds came from, maybe that music was kind of off-putting because it yeah. was meant to sound like more like a real instrument. Well, we grew up in a weird time with respect to like digital art where a lot of music and, and pictures and imagery, they were trying to go for photorealism, but the, it just wasn't possible. Yeah. So they worked around those limitations and they made some stuff that was really cool. But I feel like now that's an aesthetic that people actually try for. Yeah, yeah, totally. And which makes sense because and nostalgia it, involved in, yeah. Because if you get too close, like with a video game or with music, it will just, it seems fake and it's, it's garbage and, and it makes you revolted, you know? Um, did yeah. you ever see the mannequin, the mannequins at Target now? They're like, they're thick. They're like, they're sexy mannequins now. Um, oh, really? Well, like, they look more human. They like, because they, they want to have different body types. And so, do they like, like move around and push shopping carts and like, or, and like go, <laughs> go, go, go to the yeah, cars? They get in the way. And so, yeah. like, no, uh, no, I'm just saying that that's the, do you ever see the Twilight Zone where the mannequins come to life? It's kind of deals with this, uh, with yeah, it's mannequins. been a while, but that's probably yeah. the best one. Uh, you like Chucky, right? He's your favorite. Uh, your oh, yeah, favorite. of course. Yeah, okay. He's my favorite universal monster, yeah. Is he a universal monster? I don't think so. Oh, yeah. Um, you like the dolls <laughs> that try to bite Barbarella? 
You like Barbarella, right? Um, yes. You like those dolls? You wanted to bite her? You wanted to bite her uh, her clothes? Yes. And, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep yeah. talking about it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I mentioned that. I mentioned this. I mentioned that. Uh, okay. Yeah. So that Uncanny Valley. I hope I kind of like, although maybe not explaining it as in depth as I could. I gave some examples and some kind of. I, I, I colored around the edges to explain some yeah. examples of Uncanny Valley type stuff. Now, yeah. Uncanny Valley give can be... give an almost but not exactly perfect image of what the concept is. Just barely, just like <laughs> touching like the, the very edges of what it is. Almost perfect but not quite there. Yeah. So Anyways, you can, I think that's good enough. When things become too close to reality and they're upsetting to you. Yeah. Particularly with a, a representation of humanity. And that could yeah. be in writing or, if, you know, and, and it seems like death and it's off-putting and it's gross and, 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 and awful and you hate it. Um. Have you ever felt an Uncanny Valley effect? You go to make out with somebody, but it, it's actually a mannequin at Target, and then they're telling you you got to leave, or you know. I'm trying I'm, to think of an example. Uh, I guess that would well, be different. That would be the opposite of Uncanny Valley when you yeah. when, you've heard stuff that didn't seem right. And I sent you some videos of people interacting with robots, right? Yeah. Uh, and these robots, like they're too, they're a little too human to be right. Yeah. And you think, yeah. like my favorite robot, like I mentioned C-3PO, I, I appreciated R2-D2 more. He had personality, he had charm, he had well, he's character. more fun too. Yeah, Less scolding. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's just the In way general. he's written, but. What do you mean he, written? Well, <laughs> I mean, they wrote down what he did. They oh, documented yeah, yeah. his actions okay. and then they, they made a movie about his real life things that happened you. a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess. We could say the effect is really good because it keeps us from um, embracing the dead when we were in the Stone Age. Yeah. Right? And it's also kind of an interesting concept to think it about. It protects us, too, from um, artificial intelligence, I suppose. It makes us like it's, like it's like how we're intrinsically scared of snakes. Okay, think about this, though. If a robot came and it was like, I'm your friend. You can trust me. I'm a yeah. guy talking to you. You'd be like, yeah. oh, no, that's nervous. But what if the robot said, beep, boop? I'm just a robot. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, you can yeah. trust me. You're like, I trust this robot that says beep boop, you know? Yeah, and it's yeah. like, if you, it, it just, it's just a trick. Like, like you can get around the uncanny valley by making things a little bit lower resolution or making it obvious. Hey, look, we're not trying to make a, a absolute replica of a human being. We're not trying to make Frankenstein's monster here to make you be revolted. We're, we're not playing yeah. God here. Alive is one thing and dead is another thing. These are two separate concepts. We're not trying to make the, li the living dead. Even though, like, that's why Star Wars was upsetting to me. I watched the, the, the Star Wars movie that uses those dead people and makes them alive. Yeah. I'm like, you can't play God with this. I, you know, I want my money back when the movie's over and after I've enjoyed it. And, you <laughs> yeah. know, like after the credits roll, then I say, boo, I, I, I demand a recount or whatever, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, it's a big concept. Uh, and it's one that, like, I, I don't know if I really understand the full repercussions of it. Do you want do you want to look at the list? Do you want to go to ranking it? Yeah, but I guess, like, I, I don't know if it's as, good or I mean, bad. The, there's the idea, which is an interesting idea, and seems to, like, the, the whatever, if you call it the theory of Uncanny Valley effect. It yeah, does it seem seems real to, true. to me. Like, it seems real for sure. Um, so it's, like, a pretty good observation that that's what happens. Um, yeah, like, as, no, no, as, when, as, as I, like, theory. If I'm personally experiencing the Uncanny Valley effect, I, like, don't enjoy it, you know? Um, you had me watch some videos of, like, robots and stuff, Japanese robots and stuff like that yeah. before we started this. And there was one robot that was, like, there's a man talking to it and there's another man in the other room, like, making it talk. Uh, and the robot was, like, um, it was, like, a weird – it looked like maybe – a little bit like maybe Casper the Friendly Ghost or something where it was the head. Yeah. And then just like part of the torso and like some arm bits that didn't extend all the way out. And it was really creepy. It's a like, homunculus. Yeah, exactly. And the guy talking to it like put its hand on its shoulder. And as soon as he touched it, I like really cr I cringed. Like it was like 
revolting to me and like I, I yeah. physically like messed me up. So I, that. But makes if me it was shit, put... if it was like a cartoon character, you'd be like, if it was more, yeah, man, you'd be it. like, cool, yeah. touch that thing, give it a hug. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. My tendency is to try is want to put it lower because it's interesting as an idea. It's it's cool that it exists. It's cool that he pointed out that it exists. It's cool observation, I suppose, on human behavior. But I don't like it, and I wish it would go away. You mean you wish that you felt at ease around robots? Yes. And yeah, other I'm saying I want robots to be more integrated into our society, and for none, oh, so you want to like you want to like push down that part of you, so you could be like, hey Phil, let's go see the uh, the Beowulf movie, let's go see that movie where yeah. um, Tom Hanks goes to the North Pole, and, and we're going to enjoy it and not be disgusted by it and not be terrified the whole time. Yeah, or like or like I want technology to progress past the point of Uncanny Valley, where it's like the valley doesn't exist anymore, and then all actors could be replaced by. Um, oh, so we could just jump over it somehow. Or just like, yeah. is that, or like think, fill it in essentially. Is it possible? It, I don't do you know. Think that you like, there's a, that we could, I mean, that's kind of like, you know how they have a, a Turing test? This isn't visual, yeah. but it's like, once you can fool people that it's a human being, maybe then it works. And it's just, you can't fool people visually yet. There's too many subtle cues and things like that. But yeah, like, do you think that like, it, it, maybe we'll, we'll overcome the uncanny valley. I always think, oh, you just retreat back from it a couple of steps. I think you might be right. There, there, there might be always a way to like retreat back from it, but, um, when we're old and we're getting and we ha- we're living in like a a state rental assisted living facility where robots help us out in our life. Yeah, yeah. Do you want them to look like real people? I'd rather they look like Jessica Rabbit, but animated and two dimensional. All right, fair enough. I kind of yeah. like them to look like just industrial robots, like a, a big crane arm. Yeah, yeah. A steam shovel. <laughs> a steam shovel mech. Yeah. So yeah, let's yeah so, let's rank so, them. Let's rank I don't them. know. So there's concepts on here. Capitalism is number one hundred seventy four. Capitalism is pretty low. Um. But it's good that it's but an it's idea. Useful, Karl yeah. Marx is a smart guy, you know, like he yeah, came up with that idea. So so Masahiro Mori is also a smart guy, he came up with a good idea. I see it more as an impediment than anything. No, no, so, because it kept us alive. Otherwise you'd yeah. be like you'd be like a, a little kid with their someone they loved would die and they would try to keep living with them and then they would get rotted or something. Daylight saving time is useful as well. It's like it's uh, I guess it's it's similar. Like so daylight saving yeah. time is right by it's one seventy two, it's four uh-huh. up from capital or two up from capitalism. Right in there is pretty good. I mean, mm. Howard the Duck's got a little bit of Uncanny Valley actually going on in it. One the movie. Not, you're right because like the eye, he, the eyes don't look right. They're too yeah. Well, the, the, the duck fake. breasts don't look right either. Yeah, that's a good point. But I was um, hoping you would bring those up. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, Aerosmith. Have Aerosmith. you ever seen Aerosmith? Have you, is way high. One, Aerosmith is number one hundred fifty-two. Yeah. And here's the thing: okay. Have you ever seen that movie where it's called The Polar Express? It's where Tom Hanks goes. I've not North seen the whole Pole. movie, but I've seen bits of it, including the bit that you're about to talk about. Go ahead. But what happens is there's a there's like a CGI a Steven Tyler that comes and he's an elf on the North Pole and he starts scatting and doing Steven Tyler. Thing. It's so horrifying. Like but it's, <laughs> for a couple of different for a couple of different reasons, it's horrifying to me. It's like I yeah. I didn't know this was going on. My son's watching this. I'm in the other room and I kind of walk <laughs> through and I was like, oh, dude, what 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 am I even doing? Like what's <laughs> like, yeah? Like like what is this world? How do I how am I alive? Why is this? And my son has to see this. He's enjoying it. He loves it. Yeah. So you got Aerosmith at 152. I, it's hard to me to compare them exactly yeah. the band with Uncanny Valley. Um, at 167 we have Chris Gaines, who is like a simulacrum. You, you want to you keep going? Low. Oh yeah, he is because he's a fake. He's a he's a fake man. He's an imitation yeah. man, and he's off putting because you know he's not quite real. And you can tell that he looks like a real man, uh, uh, Garth Brooks, but mm-hmm. he isn't that. 
Um, yeah. Yeah, like, I don't see much reason to put it much higher. Um, well, I don't think it's a I bad thing. I guess it's a thing, good but concept, I think it's like, and it's like, I, I like thinking about it more than I like thinking about Chris Gaines. But I don't like experiencing it. Like, that's my problem. Did you watch the movie The Matrix 2? I don't know what it's called. I did watch it. I think it's called Matrix 2. Okay, I thought it was no, called, No, it's like, called Matrix Reloaded. Okay. Yeah. And did you also, the same time that came out, there was a movie of uh, a Kill Bill 1 or 2 that came out where there's a big battle. And one of right. the, they both have a big fight, but one of the fights is this beautifully choreographed fight um, with yeah. like where they're in like a bar and the guy has a Charlie Brown shirt. And the other movie has this fight where it's weightless CGI that's flinging themselves around yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're revolted by it. And you think like, I can't watch this. Like, uh, it doesn't make sense. It just looks like I'm watching like a screensaver. Exactly. Right? So like I'm experiencing them Candy Valley at that point, which makes me want to rank it lower, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like it's not enjoyable to experience and become aware of it. You'd rather not yeah. be aware of it. But like you're like um, – That Dr. makes it Frank- like capitalism oh, or daylight saving time maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of I, – now I see where you're coming from. It's um, like it's a good idea but experiencing it is not – uh, is usually not pleasant. It's never like, like, wow, this is great. I feel like I'm looking at a corpse, right? Yeah. I feel like a, um, a face is looking at me, a non-human face. It's a- These things all, like everything you're saying is uh, like Chris Gaines at 167, Howard the Duck at 170, yeah. uh, Daylight Saving, like that's like all of that. It's all it's unnatural stuff. all of that stuff. So I think it should In some ways, even the there. Reese's Ultimate Peanut Butter yeah. Lover's Cut, because if yeah, you really yeah. love peanut butter, you would just eat peanut butter. So it's like not Or real. like, it's like, it gets very close to being accidentally dropping your chocolate into a peanut butter, but it's not it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like when you, you think you're drinking a peanut butter cup, but it's you think a you're drinking milk, but it's orange juice or or something. Yeah, you yeah. think you're biting a piece of uh, pickled ginger, but you're actually biting somebody's tongue. Wait, <laughs> yeah, totally. I've been there. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Why not? Uh, yeah. So I, I don't know. I kind of liked. So the, the Reese's Ultimate Peanut Butter Lovers Cup. I did enjoy the act of eating it. Yeah. Um. So I kind of want to put that a little bit higher and. Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck is, I think, somewhere between those two. Between one, uh, 168, uh, Reese's Ultimate Peanut Butter Lover's Cup, and 170, Howard the Duck. I think it, it fits somewhere right in there, if you ask me. Okay, so let's put it above Howard the Duck, but below Crushed Ice. I think that work, totally works. Okay. So um, the Uncanny Valley effect, the idea, goes in at number 170, uh, moving Howard the Duck, the movie, to 171. Um, let's take a quick break and come back and make the next thing. Okay. Yeah, the thing about that last thing, it's like it's something I could think about all day. And that's yeah. what's weird is like that doesn't mean it – it's just like Teddy Roosevelt in our last episode where yeah. um, something you could talk about all day doesn't necessarily become number one. So maybe the, the thing that actually is number one, which we haven't gotten to yet, I don't know what it is yet, is yeah. going to be a really simple thing that we can't really discuss. Like what if it's like happiness or like uh, – Oh, yeah. Oh, like, true. I can think of something that could be. I mean, we'll get to. Are we back yet? Are we still in the break? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're back. The the listener can hear this. They can be let into behind the curtain, so to speak. Uh, uh, I wasn't in character. Um, Now I'm in character. So. Um, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I let the mask slip a little bit where I I show my real self. They see like the vicious and the vicious backbiting attitude, the catty way that we talk about each other, and I I should hasten to add the dismissive way that we both talk about the listeners and the rude things that we say about. It doesn't matter. Like they, their their opinion is fucking. Total fucking dog shit. And, uh, yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like wait, are we back? Um, hey, listener, it's great to have you back. It's great. You guys are wonderful. In, uh, most, in particular, I'd like to um, give a shout out to our listener, Mogan B, who submitted uh, this next submission for us to rank, which is okay. uh, the city of Bend in Oregon. Now, Bend is the city in Oregon. How many people yeah. live there? About uh, 94,000 people, I would say. Um, Where does the name Bend come from? I'm not sure. I think – so there's a river on it, Deschutes River, and I assume that it, it comes from this uh, – 
geographical feature um, where the river turns. Yeah. yeah, there's a bend in the river. Um, it's one cool thing about bend is that his name is also a verb. That's neat. Are there other towns or cities in a country where their name is also a verb? Oh. Maybe they, uh, if they're called bend because they were forced to bend their will to like uh, some oh. sort of overlord in, in Oregon or something. Oh, you could Shanghai somebody. Well, could, oh, a uh, Gallup, New Mexico. Uh, Rough and uh, ready. I don't know. Maybe not. Uh, Climax, Michigan. Oh. Uh, intercourse, Pennsylvania. Um, <laughs> uh, 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 Fishkill, okay. New York. All right. Okay. Oh, Drain. Drain, Oregon, where I got in a car crash. Oh. I, I, I crashed a car and um, I had to get my car was totaled and it was in Drain, Oregon. Um, and I always I was, remember that place. I was in Bend recently. I'm currently in, in Boise, Idaho. Uh-huh. Oh, um, I've been there. Yeah. And I've, I was in Bend recently, um, just a couple of days ago. Uh, we had to leave Bend. Um, in fact, so I'm on tour. There's going to be a show there. The show got canceled because it was so dang smoky because of these fires there. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the fires but, aren't the fault of Bend, so we can't let that. Well, yeah, but I mean. It, you probably caused the fires down in California and let the smoke blow up there. Bend somehow attracted all the smoke. I didn't cause the fires. All right. But I'm just – Bend is a smoky place as from my experience, my recent experience. It was very smoky. That way I would count against it I think a little bit, you know. Even in so my I hotel drove, room, it was smoky. I drove smoky. through Bend. I went to Idaho recently too, man, yeah. to visit family. It was smoky, right? It wasn't smoky at the time. The, the, the hmm. fires had not yet started. And I thought, okay. oh, this beautiful area and especially because – the area that's in Eastern Oregon is a pretty isolated and a rough place. Now, I went to college in Oregon and I went to school with a lot of people who were from Eastern Oregon. And right. to the last one of them, they were pretty happy to not be there anymore. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, now, people from Bend, not so much because Bend is like yeah. – you meet people from Bend and they're like, yeah, I'm really I'm doing this rock climbing river stuff yeah. or I don't know, you real it's, outdoors type stuff. You're like, oh, that's a cool uh, – On that subject, like I was – in well, I was when I was still in Bend, I went to a coffee shop and I was wearing this hat that I'm wearing now. It's a Ukiah, California hat. And, um, that's our hometown. Uh, somebody who worked there, yeah. A person who worked there, um, somebody like a young woman in like her early 20s or something was like stopped and looked at me. She's like, I'm from Ukiah. And I was like, well, that's weird. Um, what are you doing in Bandit? You know, like, are you going, are you, you must be going to school here. She's like, uh, well, I just couldn't be, I had to get out of Ukiah. And I was like, say no more, say no more. Um, I don't think there's a school in Bandit. There's a school in Corvallis that's the rival school to my, um, oh, to is my there no school? I just, it seems like a college town. Yeah, that's the thing. It kind of has that vibe. You're like, oh, I'm in, am I in Boulder, Colorado, or something, or like that a similar yeah. kind of vibe to that. But yeah. I don't. I mean, Oregon State's in Corvallis, which I don't think is right. too far away. Because I was there, and I I've never been to Corvallis, but I know that's the rival school. Like U of O's rival is uh, is Oregon State, and like that's why like I you know I, I have antipathy towards them. You know, right. Yeah. But yeah. I, Interesting. I, I, so I meet people from Ben, and they all they all seemed all right. Very outdoorsy, more rugged than I was. They'd be like. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm gonna do the skiing or that, but that, I don't hold that against anybody. And um, there's a giant REI store there. Yeah, I think that might be like is that where, where they're it's from? From or something? Or one of those? Maybe. I mean, that, that would that it, checks out. There's a lot of breweries from there. It's known for its beer scene. It, oh, it like has Butte been for a really or, long time. Deschutes or something. Right? Deschutes is there. There's a lot more. In fact, um, there was a time. I don't know if this is still the case. The band had um, the most breweries per person. I think um, they were at the forefront of the '90s. What do you call? It? I don't know what wave of, of micro microbrew microbrew. Uh, yeah, revolution. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, uh, Minnesota County Brewing in Hopland, California, near Ukiah. Okay. Yeah, I'm not uh, trying was, to. Uh, yeah. Was there as well? But um, yeah, but they continue to be uh, until so, maybe so, recently, and still they're like a destination place for beers, just because there's so many breweries there. In fact, I had a beer there, um, and it was okay. It was I stopped into Immersion Brewing and got uh, their hazy IPA. Okay, so it wasn't think- amazing, but it was it was cool, I guess. Okay, so the thing about Bend is you and I both don't know much about it, 
Um, yeah, but we we've both been there one time. I went to I, a taqueria that I like. Um, there's a, there's a venue there called the Les Schwab Amphitheater. It's oh, a, Les Schwab is a tire uh, tire magnate. Yeah, so maybe Les Schwab has there. the biggest uh, has a permanent tire fire. I want to say. Wow. I, I, okay, this could Good be something. I'm going to say it, and then the the oldest. I want to say Les Schwab had the is a it has an oldest continuing fire in North America. Is that I, I read it uh-huh. in the paper when I was Wait, in college, and it stuck in my mind. The company. Les Schwab was a man. Oh, I he's, see. Yeah, yeah. And I sense. get. I, I, I didn't know if it was he was based in Easter. He's based somewhere in Oregon, and there's Les yeah. Schwab tires all around. Like you can get yeah. them in California too. I think he, he's just doing something with tires, and there's always big tire ads everywhere. You know, and, uh, yeah. that's why you got to watch OPB to stay out for that, so you don't have to um, watch any ads. Uh, kids, watch OPB. Uh, uh, don't watch the OPB. local news. Oregon Public Broadcasting, bro. Oh, I thought yeah. you were saying o- OAN. Yeah, I'm um, just, you know, a typical, I have a lot of Eugene um, uh, stereotypes. It's like I'm listening, I'm watching public broadcasting. That's a Eugene thing versus like uh, if you're in Corvallis, it's like um, you you only watch the farm report at 6 a.m. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, that's yeah. all the Hicksby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah um, so, yeah, the Les Schwab Amphitheater is, uh, is, is a venue that I've always really liked, mainly because of like their backstage area or whatever. Like they've got nice lawns. It's a nice place. I like that place. I always have good memories of it. I've, you know, I've met through my life. I've met some people from Bend. They always seem cool. Bend has always had. I've, I haven't spent a lot of times there. But you should, would you say the Deschutes got a good vibe? Ri- What's it? The, the Deschutes River region is like lush and verdant because we come from a place that's like dry and dusty. It's like we haven't had rainfall in uh, fifteen years. But then you go up north to the northwest and you say, "Wow, it's so green and beautiful here." It right? was pretty green. I, I mean, going between there and Boise, I did see some. I mean, the Eastern Oregon's got some. Yeah, pretty, it's pretty. It could be pretty desolate. desolate. Yeah, uh, high desert there. Um, I hung out in the old mill district. Uh, my hotel was there, the Hilton Garden Inn in Bend. Did you go that to El Sancho Taqueria? Because cool. I went there, it was great. No, um, it was good. I did go to. I did get a Beyond Burger from the Incredible Food Truck. Um, I should have got a bowl, but the Beyond Burger. So, was good. do you feel comfortable ranking yeah. Bend, or do we have to pass on this one, or do you feel up to the task? No, 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 no. We, I think, I think we can rank it. Here's. Uh, I knew you were going to say you could. I just was yeah, trying to in, in, inject some drama into the proceedings. Uh, so, band uh, other things that I noticed there: a lot of alleyways that are like made of like gravel, like dirt road alleyways. Um, that's pretty cool. The, it seems to be a place that would have a lot of dilapidated shacks. I saw a few pretty good ones. And we like dilapidated there. shacks. They're on our list at number like I don't uh, know. They're pretty they're, high. They're pretty high. Yeah. Um, that's my favorite kind of shack. Well, well, there's yeah, uh, yeah, I know. But. <laughs> um so 53 is where we got those currently just yeah if you're playing along um uh so yeah gravel alleys i dilapidated shacks I, I i walked down a street called lava road and there was a lot of pumice rocks all around so like in people's yards for decoration and whatnot mm-hmm. so i think there's some lava stuff going on around there oh isn't um, there like a isn't there a cave uh, like a, a cave you can go into yeah, i think there's I- like an old volcano and a cave you can go into yeah, and stuff like that. Like, I, and your wife's a geologist, so she probably knows. She can probably yeah, like she, she'd be into it. She'd be. She, into can it. she burrow into the ground like a, a mole person, and like she can travel through solid rock, not without the help of a uh, casting a magic spell. Okay. Um, <laughs> All right, but like being in band, I got a generally good vibe from it. Um, it's it's in Oregon. At least that part of Oregon seemed cool. You know, it's on the West Coast, which is probably the best coast. I liked the way the neighborhoods looked and all that stuff. It's it seems like a place that I really um I'm prepared to give it the benefit of the doubt as a location. So um, I, there was a guy from Ben in my dorm in college, and I yeah. think I liked him, but I'm not sure. My immediate impulse is to start with the middle of the list, maybe, yeah. um, which I guess would be around ninety. Well, you Seven. like towns and you like places, yeah. and it's a town, yeah, it's yeah. a place. I don't like. Oh, oh look at one hundred and two, right? Uh, right there, towards the middle of the list, is the Jersey Shore. It's a location. Um, I think Jersey Shore would have to go higher because you can get um, what's that stuff called funnel cake at the Jersey Shore. 
Um, yeah, I think I think, it, I think it would have to go higher too. It also like it inspired the songs of um, Bon Jovi and under Bruce the boardwalk, which is yeah. about. I've got like, lots of friends that are from around there. I, I do have friends from Ben, but um, like if I was going to take a trip, some well, actually, I might I might take a trip to Ben before. Yeah, because you want to go in that lava cave. I know that I'm your wife wants to see that lava you. cave. She wants to tunnel into that thing. <laughs> um, is there another location down below Jersey Shore mm-hmm. um, that would be comparable or? No, like, there's no other places. I mean, like so, that's the thing. Yeah. So we'd have to. It would be the lowest place, but only because it's it's a very top heavy list, as we often say. So yeah. it, it's okay if it's like you know people don't submit places that they hate. You know. Uh, yeah, and a lot of the a lot of the stuff you get much further down, and things start being um kind of mixed bags. Um, so yeah. let's and see. we don't I'm know trying... enough about this stuff to mix it. We only know about well, we're passing through. Uh, I enjoyed going to this taqueria. If you live there, maybe there are things about it people that live there would know that they wouldn't like. So we only got we only scratched the surface of it. Um, so one eighteen, we have Crocs. I, I kind of don't want to put it above Crocs. Why is that? Because Crocs are something that uh, are because I'm wearing Crocs right now and they they feel real nice. Um, uh, okay, okay. But I'm good with putting it above. Well, definitely above Spaceballs. Uh, yeah, I don't like which space is balls. at one twenty. Crocs yeah. is at one eighteen. Um, how about right below Spinderella at one nineteen? Because Spinderella is a you know trailblazing uh, female DJ. Uh, but again, someone we don't know much about. Someone like yeah, we do have to get the benefit of the doubt. Band, um, the Trailblazers play nearby, or at oh, least in the same good. state. Oh, but, I like um, what you did there. They don't play there, so yeah. But um, if you're the thing is, if you are from Bend and you're a basketball fan, probably you're a fan of the Trailblazers because yeah. they're the yeah. in the same way that you're probably a fan of the Oregon Ducks because they're the best sports and, college sports team and you fall into that uh, into like the footprint have you ever looked at those maps and they show you like people in this place are fans of this team yeah and you see that like the the portland trailblazers fans go all the way out to idaho until yeah. you find until you get they go east then you get like into broncos territory somehow which is i mean there's not oh, a lot of sports different nuggets, in, the, sorry, yeah. in the mountain region yeah yeah but, it's like um, very far anyways uh bend yeah. the town the location bend oregon Goes into the list at number uh, 120. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know if it would go above Paris, France, and I don't know if it would go above Moscow, Idaho, but those aren't on our list yet, and Ben is. Yeah, yeah. And so it moves Spaceballs, the movie, to 121, and that's it. And uh, I think we can wrap it up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Uh, okay. Jake, what do we have to say? We At the end of episodes, we say this. We say, thanks well, for listening to Every Damn Thing, and we hope you enjoyed it. Yes. Go to everydamthing.net for the updated list and show notes. Uh, if you'd like to add something to the list of everything uh, or want to tell us anything at all, email us at list at everydamthing.net. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And you can suggest topics at those places. You can subscribe to or follow the show wherever you listen. Our theme is by Jade Puget. Uh, if you enjoyed the show, please rate and review it um, and send us a screenshot, if you'd like, of a nice review. And Tell us an uh, item that you would like bump to the top of the submissions queue, and we will do that. Uh, also, if you want to support the show in general, um, you can tell your friend about it, tell your enemy about it. Another thing is, uh, as I mentioned earlier, I am I'm working again. I'm going on tour, which is quite time demanding. Uh, so if a show isn't coming out like clockwork, uh, give us have some patience, give us time. Hopefully, we will still continue to get one out every week or so, but um, that's that's the news there. Yeah. If you're sitting there, if you're, waiting, if you're waiting to wake up in the morning at the specific day that you think it should come out and it doesn't come out, just be patient. It'll come out eventually. Yeah. And um, I want to say, uh, rank heavens. Yes. 